welcome into episode eight of the Pop Off Podcast, presented by the Semi Pro Podcast Network. I'm Michael Abbott here with our co-host Tyler Hamamoto, and this time Tyler's going to get half, if not more, of all of our airtime because we don't have an interview this week. So, Tyler, are you excited to talk more than last week when I had an interview? Yeah, my vocal cords are all rested up, so I'm ready to go this week. We have a lot to talk about with future playoff potential with teams and got some exciting baseball that happened tonight and excited to dive into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited to hear your voice more often. That means I can (laughs) cut you off more often, as I always tend to do for non-malicious reasons. But, Tyler, the Atlanta Braves, as as if people could see – your screen right now, they would be able to see your Zoom background, is Adam Duvall of the Atlanta Braves. He hit how many home runs tonight? He hit three, three home runs. For the second time this year, he's done that. So Yeah, and uh, how many runs? Feat. And how many runs the, did they uh, score tonight? The Braves scored 29 runs against the Marlins tonight. Uh, do you want to guess the last time? Well, a little stat pad of the day. You want to guess the last time a team in the National League scored 29 or more runs? Gosh, uh, like a hundred years ago? I don't, I don't know. You're close. I'm close. I'm close. close. How, how long? I was um, in the year 1900. So 120 years ago was the last time a team scored a hundred runs in a game. Twenty nine so runs what, or more, right? You said a hundred runs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoops! I got caught up in the years. So yes, the <laughs> last time a team scored. 29 runs in the National League was in the year 1900. There we go. All right. That was a, okay. We're warming up our vocal cords here, so you know we're a little rusty. Not, we're not used to talking this much. So yeah, yeah. Um, but also the Milwaukee Brewers they scored 19 runs. They shut out who they shut out. Um, Detroit. Detroit. Thank you. They shut out Detroit 19 to nothing. Um, that puts them squarely in the National League race for that second wild card. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, what what surprised you over the past week? Like, what, has it been like how the playoff race is shaping up? Is it um, the fact that we're getting used to eight teams making the playoffs? And what, what, what are your thoughts on like this past week? Yeah, it's exciting to kind of see like playoff pictures kind of form already because normal seasons, you know, we're – not even close to playoffs because it's 180 game or 160 game. Sorry, compared to a a 60 game season this year. So we're moving pretty quick, and I think you have some teams that are sneaking in there, and it was, it was expected that we would see maybe like the Marlins or like the Giants making it, but the, the odds of it were low. But we're seeing that happen right now, so it gives everybody a chance. You have to like have like a 500 record or just a little bit worse and you can maybe make the eight seed. So this expanded playoffs can give any team a hope to make the playoffs that didn't have a chance going into the season. Mm-hmm. Do you like expanding the playoff team? Yeah. Players? Here's a, here's a question. I do. I really like it. I know a lot of people such as Brady last week on the interview, Brady Lim of the Friar Faithful Chronicle last week. Check that Check out that interview, by the way, it's a good interview. Um, he said he's not a big fan. I know, Tyler, you're not the biggest fan of it. I seem to be alone on this island of liking the 18 playoff. Maybe it's because my San Diego Padres haven't made the playoffs in 13 years. So that's part of it. 
but I all the other major sports in the United States have eight teams per conference or per or per I guess I want to say league, but that's not the right term. Um, we'll just call it per conference. Um, have the right have eight teams making it, and I like it from an MLB standpoint because it allows those 500 teams to maybe get hot at the end and make a surprise run. And it's like people complain about that, but the NBA, I've, I've said this on the pod before, but the NBA has eight teams from each conference making it. And a lot of times those seven, eight, nine seeds, whatever you want to call them are at 500 or below 500 specifically in the Eastern conference the past couple of years. Um, so I don't really get that standpoint from of people just being like, oh, it's like well, teams aren't going to be at or above 500. They shouldn't make the playoffs. But that happens all the time in basketball, and you don't really see people complaining that much, probably because it's more established than how baseball and its playoffs work. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but it's just you don't want it like a sub-500 team making the playoffs and – you know they're just going to get run by the number one seed when it comes to then the hypothetically playoffs. in basketball would you care if a team doesn't make the playoffs because they're under five hundred? Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, know, I don't really. Huh? It's fine for me because the one seed will just more likely than not the one seed is just going to sweep. So. It's a little bit of a money maker. There's obviously that factor that's a little bit of a money maker for MLB and all that kind of stuff, and even for the NBA too. So yeah, there's a factor to that as well. In college basketball, you get like the one seed against the 16 seed. And yeah. We saw one upset, and like how many mm-hmm. years of it being played? So to me, I feel like where it is now is fine, but like expanding it, just like I understand it for this season only, but like for future seasons, I feel like it's just a waste of time to. Mm-hmm. Have, you know, because they're, um, you know, like normal playoffs, they'll give like a team like a buy, like a buy series, mm-hmm. you know, because then the MLB does a weird wild card game. So, yeah. What do I you think like just, about, sorry, never mind, keep going. Uh, second time you cut me off already. <laughs> I know, we're counting. Keep a counter, somebody. Somebody keep a counter. <laughs> I'm going to tally it. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. <laughs> what are you going to ask me? <laughs> um, what about six teams having the yeah. one and two yeah. seeds in baseball? Um, having the one and two seeds get a bye and having three through six play three game series each. Kind of like how I was going to say, kind of like how football does, but football is obviously one one game and you're out type thing. But I feel like just because of the number of games baseball plays, you got to have like a three game like wild card series yeah. as opposed to the one-off like you could do six teams i like that i think having the one and two seeds being kind of more rewarding to get like a full buy you know mm-hmm. it would be nice i think that would that would be a great addition if they went to six teams and then just had the three to six kind of duke it out to play one and two and um four seedings four five and six would you just do the second place teams in each division or would you do it based off a record like have a legit wild card. <laughs> I'd do a legit huh. wild card because I want to see the best teams make it. 
Yeah. Like you could have like a second place team be like at 500 and then have a third place team in another division be like 10 games over and they That's just true. don't get in. It's like, what? That's true. So. I, I, yeah. Wild card. Wild card would be good. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of hypotheticals, um, do you want a shortened – like I know this year was 60 games, but for the integrity of the game and like keeping fan interest – I've seen people flirt with the idea of an of an 120 game season as opposed to 162, and then keeping the seven inning doubleheaders. What do you what do you think of those? I mean, you're the only one opposed to the seven inning doubleheaders. Honestly, it's it's catching on to me a little bit. I hate Good. to I hate to admit it, Good. but but I'm starting to like see the benefits and like it Good. a little bit. Good. Unfortunately. Good. <laughs> you just need a little time to get accustomed to it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think baseball, you know, it's they're like the longest season games-wise, you know, played in any <clears throat> major, like, sports league. So I feel like reducing it would be good for, like, you know, fatigue for these players playing because, like, the playoffs aren't, you know, short <laughs> either. They're pretty long, too, if you make it to the World Series. So, I think reducing it to 120 games would be nice for the players to kind of not be so, you know, run down when it comes, you know, yeah. to the playoffs. I, I think that'd be great to consider for MLB. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of the playoffs, uh, the wild card race is heating up in both divisions. In the American League, you have the Minnesota Twins at 27 and 18. They occupy the first wild card spot. And then you have the Yankees at 22 and 21, who are currently somewhat in free fall, people would say, with that second wild card spot. But behind them at 20 and 22 is the Baltimore Orioles. And then the Detroit Tigers are one and a half games out of the second wild card spot. And then Seattle, the Seattle Mariners, 19 and 23, they've come on pretty strong recently. They're only two games out. So there's about five teams there vying for those two spots, well, I'd say four teams. I'd say um, Minnesota, who, while they haven't looked that great recently, is going to get at least one of the wild card spots. So I'd say you have four teams vying for that one spot. Of those four, who do you think will make it? Because, like, the Yankees have not looked good recently, but you look at the other names on there, Baltimore, Detroit, and Seattle, three teams that have not looked good over the past couple of years. And then in the shortened season, they're like flirting with 500. They might get there. They might not. Who do you think of those four can like sneak in and get that last wild card spot? Well, definitely the Yankees, I guess. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's hard to pick them though. Like, cause they've, yeah. they've, they've played so poorly. Yeah. Even Garrett Cole has, has had his struggles with the home runs and pitching staff hasn't looked good besides the bullpen, but the bats have not performed like what you know we're accustomed to with the Yankees but I think you know we think long term and who they are you know last year and all the names that they have I think it's hard to write them off so you gotta kind of go with them yeah I I can see like Baltimore maybe sneaking in there as bad as they are (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of gross not gonna lie as bad as they are you Um. know I mean, ESPN has them – oh, where is it? Oh, I lost it. Oh, here we go. ESPN gives the Yankees a 90% chance of making the playoffs while they give Baltimore a 9.3% chance of making the playoffs. 
Jeez. Wow, that's a that's a big that's a big difference there. That's crazy. It's disrespectful. Kind kind of is. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Well, well, Yankees bias there, ESPN. I don't know, but um, on the National League side, you have um, San Francisco owns the first wild card spot, while the Miami Marlins own the second wild card spot, um, followed by Colorado's a game and a half out. The Brewers are a game and a half out. The New York Mets are two games out. And the um, Cincinnati Reds are two and a half games out. So there's one, two, three, four, six teams within uh, three games of each other vying for those two wild card spots. And once again, the two teams that are in are right at 500 or a game over 500. And then the four teams looking up are between three and four games under 500. Of those six teams, I personally can see the Brewers and the Rockies making it over the Giants and the Marlins just because I feel like Colorado and Milwaukee have a lot more firepower than the Giants and the Marlins. But what, what do you think? of the Reds maybe sneak in there? I know a bunch of people were like high on them, but they just haven't really put it together fully yet because that bullpen has just not looked great. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Reds. Like offensively, they're like just lacking. Um, they did put up three runs against Darvish tonight, so that's something to carry forward. But I don't know about your Rockies call, man. Like, you know how I feel about them, but you know who's put up put more your runs bias than? aside for a second. No, no, no. But just looking at the numbers here, the the Rockies have put up two hundred eight, or they scored two hundred eight runs this year, but the Giants have put up two thirty four. The Giants are on a five-game winning streak, too. So I feel like they have a pretty good shot at having a solid seed in the, the playoffs for the NL. The Brewers have just looked terrible, like, but they've kind of come on. They, they've kind of come on recently. Well, just, I mean, just, 19, just one, you say, just one you game. say poorly offensively, but they score 19 runs. I mean, okay, yes. It's just one, yes. It's one game. One game, you know. Okay, one game. Like, When's the last time you've seen, like, Yelich struggle like this? He's batting 213. Uh, Keston Heroes, 229. Like, no one's above 250 in this lineup. So right. that's a little of a concern to me. Cause that's a big concern, yeah. You need some offense in the playoffs. You can't rely on your pitchers holding down the fort for you and you're not yeah. banging in runs. So, like, yeah, I don't – like, yes, they put up 19, which is, like, great for them, but – wasn't on Did, the back of Yelich and Hero. It was on, you know, everybody else but them. Yeah. ESPN gives them a 43% chance of making the playoffs, the Brewers. But you know what's crazy? They win 19 to nothing, and yet their run differential is still minus 20. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Like, you put up 19 runs, you think they'd be right around the zero, negative five mark or something, but. They are definitely not there. So, I don't – I just – the Giants seem very – yes, the Giants seem very streaky to me. Is that fair? I mean, ESPN gives them a 67% chance of making the playoffs while the Rockies are only at 19.5%. But I, I don't know. Like, I, the Giants pitching just doesn't seem that great to me. I guess, like, when you're the eight seed – you're going to have, like, it's going to be pretty difficult to find, like, 
exactly what I'm looking for, which is good pitching and like timely hitting. So mm-hmm. uh, that's always kind of tough, but still just, I don't know. I, I really like, I'm, I'm high on the Rockies. Obviously, you know, this, a lot of people, you know, what's interesting about the Rockies they are nine and 12 at home and 11 and 11 and 11 on the road. So the Coors effect is not helping them so much this year. Because everybody can score. Everybody can score when they're in Coors. Yeah, but then they should be able it's to a score and win games. <laughs> they are, but the other teams just score more because that's how bad the Rockies are. <laughs> they're not bad. <laughs> Your Padres just beat them up. <laughs> yeah, we did sweep them, so, you know. I'm see? pretty happy. What do you mean, see? The Padres are good. And the Rockies are bad. Say that. No, they just run into the, like, the best team in Major League Baseball right now. Second best. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. It's actually they have the third best record in baseball. So, sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean horses down. <laughs> what, of like the AL and NL wildcard teams or the ones in contention, which one – do you think can make the most noise in the playoffs? I mean, people are going to say the Yankees, but I have no faith in them making it out of a three-game series with the Rays, you know, who are the one seed right now, and currently the Red Sox are the eighth seed. So I'd say of the wild card teams, I'd, I mean, it's, a, it's the easiest pick, but I'd, I'd pick the Twins. I mean, they're, they're 27 and 18, and they're, they're in a wild card spot because the two teams above them are pretty much the same record. Um, but, yeah, that's an easy pick, honestly. I mean, I thought it was easier for me to pick than I thought it would be. But what about you? <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, twins, I love the Twins. Like, they just kind of started slacking a little bit. But Cruise missile. You know, yeah, the Cruise missile will, you know, he'll, he'll round back into form during playoffs. So, don't yeah. if you're a Twins fan, don't sweat it. You know, mm-hmm. like, these things happen to teams. Like, yeah. slumps, you know, like, they'll, they'll be hot again, so. Just that the fact that they're in contention is scary for the rest of the American League. So yeah, watch out for the Twins. Um, the Twins about? are the Twins are eight. Sorry, real quick. The Twins are eighteen and fi- eighteen and five at home and nine and thirteen on the road. So if you get them outside of their venue, you should be good. But what's hmm. crazy to me, the AL Central first, second, and third. The White Sox are in first, and the Indians and Twins are tied at only one game back. So. That division's definitely going to go down to the wire. Yeah, that's going to be exciting to watch down the road. I mean, the White Sox have been hot. Like they're, I mean, I didn't expect Cleveland to be up here, but they are. So, I don't know. Like, do you think out of the three teams in this division, which team can make the run? I want to pick the White Sox because they've been terrible for the past couple of years, like the Padres, and it's a feel-good story to have non – I guess the White Sox are somewhat of a historical powerhouse, but to have non-current powerhouses making it to the playoffs and, like, higher seeds, you know. Um, yeah. But I'm going to take – man, that's tough. Okay, so we've got the White Sox, the Cleveland Indians, and the Minnesota Twins all within a game of each other. You know what? I'm going to take the White Sox. Why not? Yeah, I don't see. Good. I don't see Cleveland. Ah, I could see Cleveland. They traded Clevinger. Yeah, but they're pitching. They just keep calling up like really good guys, like McKenzie. Oh, what's his Tristan name? McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie. Tristan. Yes, thank you, Tristan I McKenzie's. 
top five prospect in baseball. He's really good. Shane Bieber's their ace, and they just have a bunch of pitching. Uh, Zach Plezak is back, however you want to take that. Um, that's a solid cup three there. And then you also have um, Logan Allen for pitching depth. And a Oh, of- no, not the Padre guy. Yes, the John Cena the guy. Yes, the dollar, John, the John the Cena dollar, dollar guy. Yeah, he's, he's the depth piece. <laughs> Who else? Oh, my gosh. I, I should Carlos Carrasco. Yes. Well, he's, he's done. Uh, okay. He hasn't done that great recently. Better, better but, than um, Chris Paddock. Shane Bieber, Carlos Carrasco, Zach Plezak, Aaron Savali, and Tristan McKenzie are their um, starting five. It's a pretty five. solid rotation. Yeah, it, it is. And they have the Franimal. Yeah. <laughs> Franimal Reyes as their DH. Um, Josh Naylor's their starting left fielder. Oh, <laughs> The whole Padre <laughs> roster. That, the whole Padre roster, you mean? Yeah, Hedgy, oh. Brad Hand. Now let's count how many former Padres are on this team. One, Fremont Reyes. Two, Josh Naylor. Um, Austin Hedges, three. Oh, boy. Austin Hedges. Um, Phil Maton, a reliever. Brad Hand, that's him. five. And then they have a bunch in like the minors from them as well. So you're welcome, Cleveland. There's the um, hot talent lava that you've been – Oozing about that's for so still many in San years. Diego. That's still in San Diego. You sure? Diego. You yes. sure? Yes. Okay. But in that division, I'm going to take the White Sox. Um, I just, I just have faith in them. Honestly, I mean, Brian McCann homered twice today. James, uh, I think. James McCann. What? I'm stupid. Yes, you're correct. James McCann. I just, I, I saw McCann, and I assume Brian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that wrong of me to assume that? No, I mean you know a lot of similar names in this league. So <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, but like you look at their roster, they've got one, two, three, four, five, five, uh, four, well, four regulars on the White Sox are hitting over three hundred, including Tim Anderson at three fifty, and Jose Abreu at three eleven. I mean, they're just catching fire at the right time. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to pick them. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going with the White Sox over the other two. I mean, I have a special place in my heart for the Twins, so I'll go Twins. <laughs> my boy Kenta's on there. You can you can have Cleveland if you want to fall back on, but I'm going to go all in on the Twins. Um, I want to ask you about like potential like seeding and stuff for the American League, and then we'll go to National League. But as of yesterday, I had – this pulled up, but I think things have shifted since then. But um, if the playoffs started today, the uh, Rays would play the Yankees, the one and eight seed, and then the Athletics would play the Twins, two and seven. Cleveland would play the Astros, three and six, and the White Sox would play the Blue Jays, four and five. Yo, hold up. Let's go Blue Jays, by the way. Like, come on. How can you not root for the Blue Jays after everything that's been going on? But they're playing the White Sox. You just but, start talking but like, about the White Sox. But, but we're hoping that <laughs> in the last 15 or so games, seeding shifts a little bit, you know. Wait, the White Sox are the four seed? As of yesterday, I think oh, they're three okay, now. Okay, but, okay, but technically now. Okay, Theoretically, so let's just go back. Yeah. They don't have to play each other anymore. Um, so you want a, a, a I Blue Jays-White Sox American League championship series? Championship. That means they beat all the other teams in the. Yeah. 
that's not gonna happen. I mean, you can root for stuff like that. I mean, you're it's right. A weird I can't. Se- it's a I weird can't. season. Correct. You're right. I mean, I would, but if they were to play each other, I'd take the White Sox over the Blue Jays. I mean, Blue Jays just don't have quite enough in the tank. They're still young. In a couple of years, they're gonna be the new kings of the AL East. Three year, two years from now, they're gonna win the AL East crown. Sorry, Yankees and Red Sox. I'm gonna have and to Rays. write this down. No. Hey, I've spoken Padres potential 2020 World Series champs into existence for about four years now. So I'm going to speak Blue Jays 2022 or 2023 AL East champions. You heard it here okay. first. Got it. No I mean, way. they have chicken strip now. They're 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 going to go undefeated. Gross. And Robbie Ray, the grunter. Robbie. They just <laughs> raided the NL West here for like of the scrubs. They took all the scrubs with them. Yeah, maybe a change of scenery like makes them like Cy Young worthy. You know? I think Robbie Ray's first start with the Blue Jays, he got lit up. So ah, well, take you know. that with the little grace. Well, you can take but chicken strip might do well. So ah, you know, if you get one if, out of two, that's that's better than batting <laughs> averages. So you know. But okay, okay. Of those eight teams, uh-huh. uh, can you list? Can you can you list this again for me? I need to. Yes. Oh, three, three, three versus six. What was that matchup? Was that Cleveland that was Astros? Ooh, that's a good man. That's a good. Yeah, but the Astros haven't looked that good this year. I mean, it depends. Is Verlander coming back? There's they're like 50-50, right? If he's yeah. going to be able to pitch, I'm I'm going to lean towards no, personally. But oh, dude, that's tough. I'll I mean, take Buzzer, Cleveland. Those are boys in that series, though. <laughs> I'll take Cleveland, though, just because the starting pitching is going to be better. And without the buzzers and the trash cans. There, we mentioned it for everybody listening at home. Take that Michael off mentioned your, it. Take Michael the, exactly, mentioned it. Exactly. Well, no, you said buzzers first. Oh, so dang we're it. Gonna count that. So for those of you with your bingo cards, if you had Tyler mentioning the <laughs> Astros cheating scandal, feel free to mark that one off. Um, but yeah, I take Cleveland. I, I, I take Cleveland just because, like, pitching rotation of Bieber, Plezak, and let's go Tristan McKenzie as that third starter. Like, that, that's two or three wins right there, and that's that's all you need. You, you need two wins in the first round. So I'd, I'd take them um, in a three-game series. All three games are going to be really close. That would probably be the best of the opening round. Um, yeah, that, that's my opinion. What, what do you think? I would like Cleveland more if they kept Mike Clevenger. So yeah. I'm going to go a little off the board and say the Astros win. Okay. That, that hurts. Be Does that close. hurt you a little bit to say? That hurts. I mean, yeah, but I'm kind of – I don't want to say I'm over it because I'm not, but, like, I'm getting there. Mm. I'm trying to move on. and so <laughs> I'm not forgiving them, but I'm moving on from what happened, so – I mean, they're still, like, pretty sound offensively. I think pitching-wise, it's just suspect. You only have, like, Grinky right now. And then they brought up a bunch of prospects, like Christian Javier, who's pitched kind of well. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would rather take the Cleveland starting five or the, you know, the rotation that they have. So I think pitching Cleveland has the advantage. But I think bats, it's close. I think, you know, Lindor, the Franimal, Jose Ramirez, Santana, like they're pretty good, but they do have offense if they really want to. <laughs> yeah, we just got to see if the Ashes are, you know, if they're only good because of the buzzers and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like they can sneak out a a win here, maybe 
get eliminated next round, whoever they play. But, yeah, just – I don't know. Cleveland, just – they kind of lost it from when they traded Mike. Yeah. Um, um, next next bracket, yeah? Yeah. I mean, wait, wait. Okay. Let's, let's – I mean, next, yeah, like, yeah. two and seven. So, yeah, A's yeah. and Twins. That hurts. Tough. That's <laughs> that hurts. I take the A's. I, I, I'm a West Coast baseball guy, so I'm, I'm taking the A's there. Um, I mean, on paper, that team doesn't look that great, right? Like, you see the stats. They're about mid-table in every major statistical category, but they just keep winning. It's, it's kind of annoying, honestly. Like, you can't just yeah. be like, oh, this guy's hitting, like, well over 300. And, oh, and speaking of hitting over 300 – Josh Donaldson is the last Oakland A to have a season where you hit over 300. So wow. that's when you know it's been a while. It's been like six or seven years or something since then. So, I mean, they have, they have names like Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, guys you would think that might be around 300, but all their guys are well below. And it's just fascinating to see that team do that well, you know. So I take the A's. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep. So – because the Twins have just looked kind of inconsistent recently. so that, that, You kind of sold me on the A's a little bit. I mean, if they're all under 300, that means they all just kind of, you know, grind for each other. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're all pretty well-rounded, I guess. So and That's how you I win a three-game series, right? You just, that's like, true. grind out our bats and like that kind of stuff. That is true. But I got to go with the cruise missile, <laughs> hoping for, like, a triple-dong game every, every game. <laughs> He's capable of doing it. I mean, the Twins, they have Maeda, who's pretty pretty good on the mound this year. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I like the Twins ever since the start of the season, so I'm going to stick with them. Just because you didn't know who they were, they weren't on your radar, so I'm just going to keep sticking it to you. So, I'm going to go Twins in that one. Okay. And then uh, what about 1v8? Is Rays-Yankees another tough one? I'm taking Rays. Taking Rays. Now I'm going to think about Yankees. it. <laughs> they're, they're, it'll take three games. But I'm taking the race. I mean, the pitching staff is much better top to bottom than the Yankees. The consistency has been much better than the Yankees, who are what? They've won six of their last. They've gone like six and 16 in their last however many games that is. 22 games. So, you know, not great. And, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the race just from a consistency standpoint. And the one seed, no matter the sport, usually – comes through no matter the circumstances. So I'm, I'm going to take the raise there. But I feel like this is an exception because it's the Yankees we're talking about here. If they get all, all the guys healthy before playoff time and they round into form, I would be scared if I was a raise to be honest. Oh, I would but be too. I, I would be too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won either. Like, you know, I think they've looked better this year, but like when you put like, the long-term like numbers about it together, like the Yankees would win that series like nine times out of 10. So I'm going to hope that they come back healthy and, you know, they'll, I think they'll beat the Rays. I think from a, they come back healthy. I think from a Rays perspective, you could also kind of hope that the Yankees get healthy and win like nine out of their last 10 and climb their way out of the eight seed. So you don't have to face them in the first round and they make it to like the seven or the six seed. And then you don't have to face them until a potential, like, AL championship series. So you could also, like, low-key 
hope for that because they've pretty much got the division locked up so they can just kind of scoreboard watch and see yeah. how things do. But what about the National League? What, what What's the okay. seating like there? So as of Tuesday night, Dodgers are one against the Giants at eight. The uh, Chicago Cubs, your, your Chicago Cubs are at two against the Marlins at seven. The Braves are at three against the Cardinals at six. The Padres are at four against the Phillies at five. You want to talk about four or five first? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can do that. Um, uh, I'm going to go first because so, I want you to digest it because I think I just hit you with the bomb right there. Um, let's see. I mean, the Padres have been hot. I think if you're, t- if you like the, you know, pitching so much, I think third best record in all of baseball. I think the pitching has been a little suspect. Paddock has taken a step back, but Lamette stepped up a lot. I mean, Clevenger's trying to find his, you know, place in Petco. So I think come playoff time, he'll be ready. But other than that, like, I don't really think they have any good arms i mean like bullpen like what's that guy uh pomeranz he's been pretty good pomeranz is a 0.00 era and then they also traded for trevor rosenthal the royals closer who has a lot of really good postseason experience wow they're really gearing up for the postseason like yeah they they went all in for this year well hopefully hopefully they make it they don't fall apart but they'll, they'll, they'll make it but phillies Yikes, man, like, that's tough. You know how potent that offense is, one through nine. McCutcheon, Segura, Harper, Gregorius, Romuto, Alec Bohm, the prospect they called up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm forgetting a couple, but, I mean, both um, rotation-wise, uh, where they got Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, like – I don't know. I I want to say the Padres, but I feel like it'll be an, if this ends up being like the you know the matchup. I want to like my heart wants to go to the Padres, but I feel like I would take the Phillies if I were to like you know bet money on it or something. So I feel like the Phillies. I don't know. It's tough, right? I'm what do you think? trying to be as unbiased as possible. But that's by far of the 16 matchups or the eight matchups between – of the 16 teams, of the eight matchups between both leagues, I feel like that's the most competitive wild card series. You know, I mean, like, I guess you could make a case for Rays-Yankees if the Yankees heat up. But of teams that are playing well at the moment and star power, I mean – Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Aaron Nola, JT Realmuto. Oh, Reese Hoskins is their first baseman ah, for the sorry, Phillies. I forgot Reese. Now you're good. Didi Gorgas as well. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm. Te- God. Ah, it's. I hate that matchup because I like yeah. both teams. I really like the Phillies. So we're really hoping that the Dodgers fall off because that's the only way Excuse the Padres. Me? That's the only Excuse way. <laughs> that's the only way the Padres um, climb out of the fourth spot because the top three seeds are the winners of each division, even though the Padres have the second best record in the National League. So, God, dude, I have to go Padres because 
I'm a San Diego homer. Uh, they hit another Grand Slam last night on Monday night. Will Myers – or Tuesday night, excuse me. Will Myers hit their seventh of the year. Wow. So, and they really went for it in 2020. So I – that game – that series is definitely going three games if that's who the matchup is. I think the only other team the Padres would go three games with would be – or. You say three games, but it's actually pretty easy to go like three games in the three-game series. But like the only other one that would be super, super competitive, I feel like, would be if the Padres played the Dodgers in a three-game series. You know, like it has that much like firepower potential of Phillies versus Padres. So I gotta go Padres, but I'm requesting off work, and I'm sitting in front of my TV, and I'm going to be <laughs> stress eating popcorn. And calling you every half inning to like rant about what's going on. Um, and my mom actually mentioned this. Um, the Padres have a first year manager, um, and she wanted me to bring it up on the pod. So shout out to Mama, Mama Abbott here for this little like tidbit. Um, it's kind of maybe being overlooked a little bit that the Padres have a first year manager and Jace Tingler. So I'm interested to see how the pressure how he lives up to the pressure of like a postseason you know of up against his like more experienced managers and all that kind of stuff I don't know how much that would factor in but for me it could definitely be a factor you know yeah I, I completely forgot that Tingler 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 yeah I forgot that I haven't heard his name in a while so <laughs> gosh what was the other guy's name Andy Green ah the the yeller <laughs> oh that oh, that man. one quote where he was like um go go call i'm leaving joe go call another call wrong or something like yeah kind of like joe west about that, that. that's an all-time that. andy green quote right there i wonder but what yeah, he's doing he, right now <laughs> I, he's coaching somewhere oh i'll look it up but what what do you think about this phillies padres series again i mean i already you know i already said it like the phillies but it's tough. I I would rather have this be like a matchup later on in the playoffs if yeah. that's possible. You know, I'm crying already. I'm stressed already about this. It's coming up. Like the playoffs are like, you know, around the corner. Like we're getting there. I oh, think, by the way, know, Andy hmm. Green is the bench coach of one of your least favorite teams, the Chicago Cubs. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. All right, but enough about the four-five matchup. What's the what's the three versus six? Okay, we got Braves and Cardinals. So I'm immediately I, going Braves. Yeah, right. I can't. I can't have the card. I, I have a soft spot, but I can't have them advance because of what happened with them in Corona. So therefore, they're going to be out in two games. I mean, then what does that say about Clevinger? If you have a problem with Corona players. <sighs> Well, okay, I my my difference <laughs> there, different there's a difference there. There's a bias. Positive I think. cases, positive cases and nobody testing positive knock on wood. There's there's a little bit of a difference there. So like there hasn't been True. an outbreak True. like there has been with the Cardinals. So Okay, that's fair. But you don't you want players to be responsible when it comes yes. to this kind of yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, oh, uh, 100%. Mike Clevinger and Zach Klezak screwed up. They need to atone for what they did. They have to some extent. I think there should have been more of a punishment. However, 
Yes. <laughs> but um, back to the three six matchup, Braves Cardinals. I yeah, Braves no brainer. I don't want to overthink it. Like Duvall, it's like my guy. I got him in the background yeah. of our call right here. <laughs> went triple dong tonight, and he went triple dong like last week, I think. If I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. last week Monday or something like that. Yes. Against the Red Sox, so he's. I don't know, on and off with this power, but they have other bats too, like Ozuna, one player of the week, I believe, uh, a couple weeks ago. And then, you know, you got Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albies just came back from the lineup today. Acuna's back, like Enciarte, Swanson, Travis Darno. Like, this is like, I feel like this lineup is better than the Phillies. Yeah, but they're pitching, dude. I think they only have, like, what, Max Freed, and that's about it. He's on the 10 day IL. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how serious the injury is. Let me let me let me do a little bit of research here. But okay, keep going. But another pitching guy they got Tommy Malone. <laughs> uh, I saw some stat that the Braves have put up forty run supports, forty runs in support of him, but he hasn't gotten a win yet this um, time in Atlanta. As he's been, whenever he's been in Atlanta, so Malone's kind of sucking. Um, I don't know, like. I think they're just all offense. I can't yeah. really see they're them. All gas, no breaks. Yeah, like I can't see them making a series. I mean, they can make a run, but I don't know if they can make it to the World Series or anything when they, you know, when they're, you know, pitching just gives up runs that they get. So, yeah, I feel like they'll beat beat up the Cardinals, but I don't know about anything after that. Yeah, I mean, what about you? Hey, we forgot to mention they have big game Bob, Robbie Erlin, baby. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be all offense in this series. I mean, the Braves just outside of Freed just don't have pitching, really. I mean, they're starting five right now are Max Freed, if he were healthy, Ian Anderson, Tommy Malone, Josh Tomlin, and Kyle Wright. Gross. Like, those last – the two of those five, I haven't heard of. Um, but their relief, one of their relief pitchers is Will Smith, former Dodger, baby. Will Smith. No, 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 no. Giant, giant. What? What happened? Will Smith is the catcher for the Dodgers. Will Smith, the reliever, is the, the former Giants closer. There's two. I'm really <laughs> screwing up. I'm, I'm a little disappointed there, not going to lie. There's two, man. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, um, that <laughs> that just kind of killed your vibe. That did kill my vibe. I'm a little stunned here. <laughs> Dear uh, listeners uh, of the podcast, Michael is having a rough night here. Uh, bear with me, and I'll be better, back and better than ever next week. Brian uh, McCann. <laughs> I know, I'm 0 for 2. What the heck? Um, but yeah, I'll take the Braves again. Um, what's, what's our next series so I can try and redeem myself a little bit? Here we go. The Cubs and the Marlins. Oh, man. You want to go first? I mean, okay, I'll go. Um, you Darvish has looked really good ever since he's left the Dodgers. I mean, he had that one year in between where he hasn't looked good, but I think ever since, like, the second half of last year, he's been pretty pretty solid for the Cubs. Um, I don't know. Like, their bats are just kind of on and off, I feel like. I feel like they're the A's of the um, – Yeah. Their bats yeah. just aren't are like meh, you know? <laughs> I mean, we expect more out of, like, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, and Rizzo. Like, you know, yeah. those guys 
you know, they're like the fan favorites. You know, you can throw in Schwarber and Contreras in there. I mean, they're not they're not scrubs. Like they're, you know, household names, I believe. And I don't know. They're I think they're like a fluke. They're just they're just kind of there just to be there and they won't they're not gonna make a run, I feel like. Yeah. I mean they'll I think they'll win this series for sure, but I don't know after that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because who they'd play the winner of the three six, right? Yes. Which was yes. I already forgot. Oh, which was the Braves. Oh, they'll lose to the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and so I'll take I'll take the Cubs, but I don't see them advancing after this series. And then we have the one eight. It's the Dodgers and who? The the <laughs> the San Francisco Giants. Oh. Okay, Dodgers sweep that. It's not going to be close. You know. The Giants always put up a fight against the Dodgers. Yeah, that's like the historic rivalry too. So. It is. You know, I don't – I feel like there's like a small chance that the Giants could win. But it's like – I mean, there's a small chance like in a, any three-game series that a team's True. Win. But I the Dodgers like the have Dodgers, the best record in baseball. But if their bats just don't show up and like Kershaw becomes playoff Kershaw – it's then, 2020, anything can happen. Maybe it'll, it'll be like Cy Young caliber there. I, it, it wouldn't shock me if the Giants beat the Dodgers, let's just say that. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but it, I feel like there's a chance, like a better chance than like – I like that. You know, like an, another upset. I, feel. I like, like that as a Padres fan. If the Padres advance, then they don't have to play the Dodgers. Then you'd be licking your chops all the way to yeah, the World exactly. Series. Exactly. And then they'll get swept. They'll get swept to the Twins, right? No. <laughs> the last time the Padres were in the World Series in '98, they got swept. So to the Angels? No, no. Um, it was either Detroit or the Yankees. Oh, let's see. That's sad. 1998 World. Series, um, yeah, the Yankees beat the Padres. Love it. <laughs> four to one. Excuse me, not four oh four to one. <laughs> Gentlemen sweep. Gentlemen sweep. There we go. All right. Oh no, that's a different. No, that was sorry. It was four four oh. Okay, I read that wrong. It was it was four oh. Tony Gwynn hit a home run at Yankee Stadium. So hey. I mean, everybody, it's a home run at the short porch and left and right field there. So that's not, it's not nothing special. Yeah. Um, you want to go over power rankings or is there something? Yeah. Else I mean, uh, yeah. Let's, thanks for keeping me back on task. Um, You're good. So you ready for this? This is this week's edition of our power rankings. Uh, not much movement for me, but Tyler, do you want to go first? We haven't really talked about this off the pod. Uh, before this happens. I'm kind of interested to see your top five. Um, Not really much movement at the top. I still have the Dodgers at one. I mean, you know, best team in baseball. Like, Yeah. No, yeah, I, I agree. They've only allowed 150 runs. I'll, I, I'm just going to go down my yeah. rankings. I'm going to get carried away just <laughs> oozing about the Dodgers and how much I love them. But, yeah, I got the Dodgers at one. Padres still at two for me. Ooh. Second best uh, win count, I think, in baseball to the Rays. So that leads me to the Rays at three. Um, they've looked – I don't know. I feel like they've looked better than what we expected. I don't know if they can sustain that. But 
Rays at three. I got Braves at four. And then I'm going to throw uh, the White Sox at five. Uh, do you want to go over yours real quick? I'm going to go uh, Dodgers at one with zero enthusiasm towards saying that. Um, <laughs> by the way, they have a plus 101 run differential. Yes, That's sir. That's insane. That's insane. Like, what's the net? I think the Padres are next. And they're at plus 65. 65. That's yeah. still pretty good. It, I mean, that's great. But, like, the Dodgers are just crazy. So, I'm going Dodgers at one. It's going to be very generic. Rays at two. Uh, White Sox at three. Uh, no, Padres at three. White Sox at four. And then um, I'm going to go Twins at five, even though Cleveland's technically above them in the standings. But I'm going to go. Dodgers one, Rays two, Padres three, White Sox four, Twins five. Did we have the same? Huh. No, I had, uh, I had the Braves. the Braves. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I went. Uh, if you, if people just look at ESPN while we're going through this, I just listed the top five teams in order. So it was very non-risk uh, involved there. So I mean, that's my five. It's hard to argue with though because you have. I want to say there's about. All right, now that we've set our five, there's about, what, like six or seven or eight teams that you could actually see winning the World Series. And it's like those five, and then the A's, Indians, and then for me, the Braves would be the other. Though I feel like those eight teams are the only ones that can really win uh, the World Series this year. So, yeah, I mean, those eight hopefully should make it to the – AL and NL like divisional series and then just I'm fine if any of as long as any of those eight teams win I'm okay with it I don't want to see a team sorry Blue Jays or Yankees I don't really want to see you winning it this year yeah I want to see the Dodgers or the the Padres winning it that'd be that'd be good for us right uh, I, I I couldn't watch dude I'd, I'd be so stressed I mean you're used to playoff baseball I'm not used to playoff hey. baseball hey We've we've watched you know all the Dodgers playoff games together, and you've seen how I get. I'm pulling my hair and yeah, screaming like, at Kershaw, calling <laughs> him a bum, posting videos of him crying on the bench on Twitter. Like, and then you have a tweet go viral about how um, I did Craig Kimbrell, Mar- yeah, mind, right? and then Mary Hart Dodger. <laughs> uh, I think she's like a she has some show on uh, E, and then mm-hmm. yeah, she was front row and she was. Mocking Craig Kimbrell, Kimbrell's a uh, pre-pitch routine. Where he does mm-hmm. a little like hunch over, like the arm kind of. Was that in 2018 out. when he was with Boston? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that we were, we were eating pizza and watching the World <laughs> Series, and I was like, "What is what is she doing?" We took a video of that, but that, that was those were the times, man. Just yeah. Dodgers just losing and <laughs> throwing phones across the room and. Screaming in the pillows, right? Yeah, you want to know. You <laughs> this want, year's you different, want, though. This exactly. year's different. You you want something to cheer you up? Okay. The Dodgers have hit the most home runs this year with eighty-one. That's four That's more the than the Padres, who are second. Wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought the Padres. Yeah. Had Why them. can't the Padres be in a different division just for this year, just so they can get a like two or three seed and not have to face the Dodgers in the second round? Like, that's what I want to see in, like, the NLCS. I want to see a Dodgers-Padres NLCS. That'd be cool. Yeah, but it's not going to happen, unfortunately. So, Well, 
if the Padres kind of fall off, it could. You know, okay, we're tanking for the sixth seed. <laughs> the eighth seed. No, we'll, we'll, then we we'll play just... in the first round. <laughs> we don't want that. All right, tank, tank for six. Then. Tank for six or seven. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but those are my power rankings. Um, debate with us in the comments of this video what you think our power rankings should be. And uh, Tyler, any last words before we sign off for the week? Um, playoffs are coming soon. Um, there's, it's still a little bit away, but it's coming. Magic numbers are going to be out there for any teams trying to clinch. So get ready for that. If, you're, if your team is in playoff contention, magic numbers are pretty fun to cheer for michael's yeah. never ha- had a cheer for that yet all right all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised you knew what it was but <laughs> <laughs> i'll be scoreboard watching the rest of this month yeah um i think this is baseball is you know g- just going we're in good rhythm right now like covid has not been an issue knock on wood as of late so i think that's great for baseball we're yeah. you know we're seeing sports come back for any, you know, all the sports. So it's good for, you know, fans of sports around the world that, you know, we have some entertainment during this time. So I'm happy with everything going on. Yeah. Any last words for you? Uh, You, you wrapped it up. You wrapped it up beautifully. So if you like what you hear, feel free to like, and subscribe to the semi pro podcast network as well as follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and a big shout out to everybody that listens to us. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, whether on your, you're on your drive to work, you're mowing the lawn, you're just hanging around the house. We really appreciate every listen, every view. So thank you all so much for that. And we will see you all next Wednesday.